Takes two with your host D and your hostess with the most is Shayla. This is the show where Shayla gives her expert opinion on parenting, and then I tell you what's real. Uh, please forgive us for the brief, and by brief I mean almost two-year hiatus. Uh, I personally blame Shayla for As that. Always. Anyway, it was Shayla's fault because Shayla was supposed to be point or run point on. Uh, our seventh episode and i did yeah she ran point right into the ground and so we never got that off the ground because shayla was in charge and this is still not what was supposed to be on the seventh episode. and that's what happens when shayla's in charge and i was being a little bit petty just to let her know what it's like to be in charge um nonetheless we are back with our seventh episode what has changed since then shayla since our last episode we have a college student Yes. Yes. Our oldest is in college. <laughs> Shayla is uh, surviving. <laughs> yes. Minus her, uh, the only ch- only person she really loves. No. And we have one less uh, driver in the house, so that's kind of affecting our uh, yeah. our movements these days. It's definitely hurting. Uh, but yeah, so. We'll jump right into this episode. It should be quick as we get our feet back on some solid ground here, and then we'll do our best to provide an episode every week. I have the next three episodes planned. Uh, Hopefully, we don't let Shayla derail that. So, Shayla, I wanted to start with advice for parents with kids going to college, since that is currently where we are right now. What is your advice for... Um, I feel like... As much as you want them to. Please forgive Shayla's coughing. Um, Sorry, I have allergies. (laughs) Um, I feel like as much as you want them to be like an adult and handle everything, um, it is very important for you to be um, very. um, I don't know what the word. Some time, buddy. I think you need to stay on top of everything. Everything that they need, everything they're supposed to do, all the stuff they're supposed to turn in. Are you saying on the way to college? On everything. Before college, applying for college, applying for scholarships, um, getting all the paperwork needed for college. Shaden waited till the last minute on his meningitis shot, so he legit got it the day, the last day he could possibly get it. Like, had he not gotten it that day, he wouldn't have been able to go to school that semester. I mean, but that's part of the course for you guys, though, isn't it? No, that is part of the course for him. I and wait Shay, till the last he's, minute, he's but I'm, absolutely, I'm well aware that it's the last minute. He had no idea. your twin spirit. <laughs> he is your spirit animal. You raised him. He is so, absolutely you. As I said before, I was really interrupted. Just make sure you stay on top of everything and you're well aware of what needs to get done and turned in in a timely fashion. And apply for a bunch of scholarships. So I'm going to clean up what Shayla's saying and say what you need to do is teach your child to be an effective adult 
starting way before their 18th birthday and they're halfway through their senior year in high school getting ready to go to college. They need to learn time management. They need to learn punctuality. They need to learn completing tasks and seeing things through to completion. Um, they need to learn, like, every kid needs to have, like, a, a planner. They give them out in school and kids never use them. But if you have a planner and you write down, this is what I need to do today. This is my to-do list for the week, for the month. This is what I have to get done for the year. And they stay on top of that and they look at that every single day. Like, it makes things, like, immensely easier. And that's just not for 18-year-olds. That's for every single adult in the world. Mm-hmm. Especially Shayla. Right, Shayla? Yep. So how are you... Uh, how are you dealing with uh, the loss of your, <laughs> the exodus of your, of your, your one true love? Um, whatever. I think um, it was hard to let go. Was or is? It was hard because, you know, he's, to me, he's still like my baby, even though he's not a baby. It's, you know, like seeing him get older i still see him as he's a 200 pound man small child a 200 pound man that you treat like a small child so anyway before i was really interrupted um i it hurt leaving him felt like um felt like i just like left him at the fire station even though i know it's college people do that it just felt like I just, like, we left and drove away. So it just initially, like, felt like that. But he's over there living his best life, not worried about us. I mean, but what do you feel like would have made that transition easier to do it for you? Nothing. So you can have a Rhodes Scholar, smartest kid in the world, most prepared. He's worked all through school and he's got a million in the bank account and he makes grown man decisions and it still feels the same way i don't think anything i don't think there's anything that can prepare you for that feeling of just leaving your child somewhere no matter how prepared they are so and how a, much you knew that this was coming i don't think it does so this is a mom thing maybe it is hmm i don't know buddy like it's one less person in the house more space, more freedom. I'm moving my stuff into his room already. <laughs> we're gonna, we got, I got plans. We're gonna, we're gonna move that bed out, put a little couch, put a TV up. We got a little, we got a little movie room. We're good to go. Enjoy yeah. our time. It'll be a little, it'll be your yoga studio. Mm-hmm. And sure. then when he comes back, y'all can uh, bunk, y'all could bunk bed it up and cuddle or some shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think if you're if you're preparing that kid and you've prepared him his whole life to go off into the world, like, yeah, it's difficult to deal with. But I mean, there should be some safety in knowing that you put him on the right path. No, no safety in that. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm not saying I was like terrified. I just was um, it just hurt to let go to know that. I mean, that I have, you know. I birthed a child that's now an adult and it's time for him to go. It's just hard when somebody's lived with you for that long and you've cared for it to let that go. Would you prefer him to go to school down the street and stay at home? No. I think he needed to go somewhere else. I mean, I just don't think, regardless of, 
I, I just feel like leaving the house was still hard. So if you had to come up with three essential things for a mom to be prepared for sending her kid off, to, to deal with it to the best of their ability, what are three essential things that that mom would need? Just off the top of your head, this is a random question. Um, I don't know. Spend a little extra time with them before they go. Talk to them and make sure they're, like, mentally prepared. And, um... Counseling, so you're mentally prepared? <laughs> no. And then just, um... Just make sure they have everything they need, like, when they go. Like, I Pinterest and, like, Googled and just to make sure, you know, he's le- he's there. And it's little stuff that you may not think of that somebody else put into a list for you. Okay. So, I don't think there's a starter pack for dads. I think most dads plan for this moment and they know what it takes out there in the world I think maybe it'll be different when we'll revisit this when it's one of the girls and how I feel then but for the boys like I I hope that I've prepared him to the best of his ability to be to make man decisions intelligent grown man decisions because I mean at the end of the day shit's gonna shit's gonna come and you can teach him everything in the world but you you know what I'm saying? You can't give him the answer to every single thing that ever happened to him in life. You just got to teach him how to make decisions. Uh, okay, our first question. One thing you do differently or will do differently with his with the other kids that you didn't do with your oldest? I think um, as they get older, making sure that they still spend time with the younger siblings. I feel like we allowed Shaden a lot of freedom but it also allotted him a lot of time outside the house so he wasn't as involved when it came to the other the younger siblings doing things i feel like that was more of his personality than the freedom that we was given i think he just chooses to be off by himself we went to cuba for his graduation gift and we're in a two-bedroom airbnb and he still found a way to be off by himself. <laughs> like, like he I just, still think he... <coughs> he just always shows. I think it's the age gap. Like, it's that six-year age gap that has just always made him feel like he just wants to be around somebody his exact same age. And oh, if, he's, yeah. if he's around other people, then... He, like, him and his brother do the exact same things. They both like basketball. They both watch the same things on Netflix. They both play the same video games. But for the most part, he'd rather just be by himself or go be around kids his age. Because in his mind... I, like I just want to be around somebody my age. I want to be around another teenager or whatever. Like I think for a little while, towards um, the time when he was set to leave, he would he was hanging out with um, Kingston a little more. Yeah, I get that, but that's my point. Like he's hanging out with him, and hey, like we like the same things, but yeah, they've always liked the same things. So he's just chosen to I not mean, do it. Like I think with, as you get older, your your friends become uh, older. Um, that was that was his personality though. Like no, but like even. Uh, if you look at like developmental psychology in at teenage there you years go. use that degree let's go in teenage years you're more like the people most important to your life are your friends because they're like who you who like you relate to like your everything's changing and everything's changing with them too 
it's who you want to hang out with more. So you hang out less, like with your family and your parents, than you do when you're younger. I got you. I'm not. Ex- I'm not expecting him to hang out with me. But you had a sister, and maybe you're saying because y'all are closer in age that y'all always hung out. Right, but I but feel y'all like had similar things. It's the age gap. Like it's view Regardless, if we if we had him coming to more things or made him more um, involved in stuff that we did, I just think that maybe they would all be a little closer. That was it. That's my only thing without anyway, changing. I think the one thing I'll do. I, well, I've already been on this. The one thing I'll do different siblings is I will force their hand on more things. Like, I think we gave him the luxury of saying, I don't feel like doing this right now, so I'm just not going to do it. Like, if you take basketball. Like, he didn't take playing basketball seriously until he got to high school. If I had forced him, like, I mean, he played basketball since, what, four years old? Like, it was the first time he played? Mm-hmm. And he just wasn't serious. But he always played, consistently played basketball, consistently played basketball. But I never forced him to go to practice. I never forced him to train. Like, And when I did, it was like a super, like, what's the word I'm looking for? Resistance from the two of you. So it got to the point where I was like, you know what, I'm not going to, I'm tired of fighting y'all two. So fine, figure it out. And then he got to high school and was serious. If I had to force him to do more, do that earlier, force him to be more focused on school. I mean, he still graduated 3-5. But if we were on top of him and making him study every day, what would that have been? He would have been freaking Rhodes Scholar. He's a very intelligent young man. Mm-hmm. He just doesn't push himself. And who is going to push himself in, like, the environment he lives in, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think that's my thing. Kind of strong arm the other kids. Be a little uh, dictator with that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's see. On that same note, talking about kids, what stage of kid... Like, in age, do you feel is the best or worst? Does that question make sense? Um, What's the best era of child to you? I already know what you're going to say. I like when they're babies, personally. When they're cuddly. and. Side so note, to cut you off real quick, you posted something on Facebook about, like, like what was it? Like, rocking people's children to sleep oh, yeah. and sniffing them. That was super weird. Like That's I love babies. That's super weird. Like that's kinda of stalker like I wouldn't keep babies it on smell good. Baby smell and like I shit like and piss. Cuddle cuddle little babies, especially when I don't have any anymore. So I like that stage the best. They're cuddly and they just sleep and sleep and eat. Sleep, poop and eat. And they're very and you like that. Super Wipe, wiping children's ass and feeding them. Super they're, needy they're human cuddly. beings. Um, and they don't talk back and they don't run all over the place and they don't break stuff. So I like that. Um, the worst stage, I don't know. I think it all depends. Like I think for the boys, it was probably like their toddler two, three, cause they were just like all over the place. But, um, for the girls, I feel like, I don't know. I see Bella. <laughs> getting into that like ever so often she'll say something smart or she'll like talk back so I feel like we're um we're slowly getting into my least favorite um time for Dang. teenagers girls. yeah like preteen teenage she's 11 so preteen teenage I think uh, hormonally when um when it's time to you know uh, hit puberty I think with the girls that's going to be my least favorite for me though I'm going to start with the worst 
because and it's babies babies absolutely suck like i don't understand why people like babies like they don't do anything like they they're so useless like it's just to look at like that's why you like babies to look at them no they're cuddly get a dog Mm-mm. get a dog and have a picture of a baby and I'll it's the same thing you. babies throw up on you babies poop on you if you have a little boy baby he's gonna pee on you that's fine like did, did one of those boys pee in your face R. Kelly-ish no. you got R. Kelly you never one, you, two boys know. and you never got pee in your face no you're no. lying you're lying for the people but nonetheless we'll move on <coughs> so babies are the worst I don't like babies I really like if anybody's ever known me I probably never ever held their baby I, like honestly, legit, the only babies I've ever held are mine, cause babies are white. The best time I think we haven't had to deal with the teenage girl uh, era yet, so I might we might have to revisit this in two years. Um, but I feel like I'll be squared away on that. I feel like you're gonna have some problems. Bell and I make it through our issues. Um, yeah, we make it through those. To me, the best time. I like toddlers. They're funny, but they're a little annoying too. So I'm going to say like those early elementary years. Like once they're getting to fourth and fifth grade, they're coming up on like middle school and preteen stuff. So they're starting to get annoying and like want to talk back. But those early elementary, kinder first, like second when they're learning stuff and they're, st- they're starting to learn how to read and you can do a bunch of stuff like that. That's, that's my favorite time, I think. Okay. Next question. So, Shayla, did you see the whole thing about the Fortnite winner guy who won $3 million? Um, I did not see, but I like people were talking about it. Okay, people were talking about it. So, the question is based on that. Would you allow your kids to be e-athletes <coughs> and thus need to train as much as they train now with sports and as much as we read, just devote all that time to e-gaming? I don't Tell the truth. So. I don't think so. I mean, it's so like it's so much just sitting in front of a computer for what? Like, what? What do you really like gain from it? Like, say you say you're not the winner. Like, look at all the losers. They got like nothing, and yeah. they still had that much time. But e gaming is like a thing now. All right, I get it. Like, if you look at if you go to Shaden's school, if you go to his college and pull up the athletics page, like, and you look under men and women's sports, like e gaming is a sport. There are some schools out there to give scholarships for e-gaming. I mean, I don't, I don't feel like, I don't know, I don't feel like that. That's to spend that much time in front of a screen is very. So I'm gonna agree with you, but then I'm gonna call you on your bullshit because I literally don't feel like in the 18 years of Shaden's life, of our oldest life or any other kids playing video game, I don't think I can ever think of one time where you've ever told them turn that video game off. We've been playing too long. But you've definitely called me in the gym and said, "Y'all still in the gym? You've been there for five hours. How are you? How are you there this long? Have the kids have the kids had something to drink? And I have are they hungry? Are you giving them snacks? Like who? who Kingston yesterday, as a matter of fact. Hey, you need to like get off that game. Like multiple times. I told you. So one time in fifteen years, you've told a kid to get off a video game. I told them. You're you're absolutely. That's not true. I have, and I don't feel like every day, that many hours, every single day, is even healthy. So no, I don't think. Um, I mean, I think it's great that 
you know. So you wouldn't want your kids. So if, if your kid's really good at it and he can get a scholarship to college, you're not going to let him devote that time to that. I mean, how good is he? He's good enough to get a scholarship to college. Then why does he? So then he's good. He can still do other stuff and do that and still get a scholarship, right? So, okay, so if your kid's really smart and you're like, oh, you're really smart, you got good grades, you should stop studying. <laughs> no. You don't need I to mean, study anymore. I think he should be, like, diverse, not solely just that. I feel like that, I mean, not only, like, games, like, are, you know, like, they're good. They work on some stuff, like, mentally, but, like, you're stuck in a room. Like, how, how, like secluded will you be like all you do is game like you're just gaming 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 like, or if you your kid wants to be a graphic designer when they go to college and for a living what they can be a graphic okay designer. they're gonna be a graphic designer they're gonna be stuck in a computer in a room not talking to anybody you're gonna make them pick a major and a career path in life where they have to do other people no but they still have to be able to and if they grew why up why do you have to be able to what I'm gonna just totally pay double that for good you can be a graphic designer. You all you, you have to do is have talk. To, to, you have to talk to one person, get hired, so and for the most no, them. because you're going to show them your portfolio, and they're going to yeah. be like, "I really like your work." And then you can go to school online. You can get a whole complete entire degree online, right? Master's, doctorate online. But you have so, to work. You, have to you work. work as you work on a computer, right? And you doesn't may, your mom work from home? You may work as a contractor, but you still have to talk to. You people. have a portfolio. You don't have to talk to people. You do have to talk to people. What What do you want? What are your needs? How can I change this? And you can ask those questions. That doesn't require much much interaction. Yes. Here's my presentation. Like, this is all requires effective communication in the workplace. I'll agree with your point because my thing is playing team sports teaches you how to interact with other people that aren't like you and things like that. It teaches you how to um, deal with adversity and overcome and work together and hold up your end of the situation and overcome. But... I mean, if e-gaming is going to be a viable option, then I think some thought needs to be put into it. I think my major issue, besides the social interaction, is our kids staying in shape. And just saying, get up and go to the gym every day and work out. If a kid wants to lift weights and then e-game, then sure, why not? As long as, as long, and I tell the kids all the time, if the school is taken care of, if you have all your chores done and you've Study and everything's taken care of, then sure, go ahead. You can play video games. But if your kid wins $3 million, you're not going to... You're not in on that? I mean, yeah. I mean, if he's good enough, I'm not saying don't do it. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like you're, you're trying to stifle dreams right now. I feel like now. you should spend six hours a day doing it. How many hours? I don't know. I'm not sure. What's the... What's the uh, sufficient amount of time in your world? <clears throat> I don't know. I Five? guess it depends on how good they are. How, how good they are depends on how many hours they put in. What are you saying right now? Chicken or egg, buddy? Yeah, but like, okay, we have weekends. We have we still have school. Like, there's still other stuff that you need to be doing. <coughs> so I'm okay. not sure. Shayla has the last question. What is your? Uh, what was your question, Shayla? Because you um, didn't like my, my question, question. Was uh, what age do you talk to your daughters about periods? I don't know. That has absolutely nothing uh, to do with me. That's your department. So I. Um, I've always been open with the kids about like kind of everything like uh, that's bullshit correct anatomy Shayla stop um, correct <laughs> yes correct anatomy Shayla because you're a nurse you speak with them in okay. anatomical also, terms as well like, as periods great. you talk I to the boys about periods to... yes 
Why? I mean, I've talked to the boys about like girls getting their period. Wait, I don't want what, them what? to be teasing somebody, not knowing what's going on. Like I've, ta- I've like told they know what it is. You were open to them about about the sex conversation. I mean, no, I haven't. I was open with Shaden. Fuck out of here! You what? <laughs> After you had the conversation. After I had the conversation, so I gave you an entire, I gave you an entire year to have that conversation. With I don't that boy. feel like I should have the conversation with the boys. I feel like I should have the conversation with the girls, and you should have the. conversation I was gonna let you have the conversation with him because he was your baby, and that, and y'all had a, that little bond. And, now I just and you said, yeah, to tell yeah, I'm gonna do don't it. Don't make me a grandma. So anyway, since you just got off topic, go ahead. So because you lied, they can like the little girls know what a period is. Um, they know like okay mommy gets her period <laughs> Bella I have talked to her since like legitimately spoke to her about it I think since she was like 8 and told her hey like this is gonna happen I've had her put pads in her backpack I told her like if she feels like weird or you know like don't wear white pants go to school. the bathroom um, and so I've prepared her for it because I uh, you just never know when it's gonna happen and it could happen when you're nine and it could happen when you're 15. But at some point, I don't want her to be completely shocked and think she's like bleeding to death because no one discussed with her. Um, Can you bleed to death? I mean, you could, I guess. But I, I don't um, want nobody discussed periods with me. But she, um, so she, right. so she, so she gets it and she understands and she's prepared um, if it does if and when it does happen although she's so I think she's so like she works out so much and um that it I feel like it might um postpone for a few years so she may not have it for a little while just cause how we push it back she can keep a she works out so hard keep growing um well yeah we'll go with that answer cause I don't have a I don't have that's not my department I'll let Shayla handle that um, I hope she doesn't mess it up. She seems to have a good hold on it. Okay, so what's your parenting confession for this episode, Shayla? Okay, well, while Shayla thinks about her <laughs> parenting confession, because apparently she didn't know we were doing this episode today. I thought it was about college students. Okay, so that's sure. What's your parenting confession no, about like, college We already discussed. Mm, you're trash. So anyway, my parenting confession is that I am struggling with my oldest being gone, but I'm struggling. How do I put this? It's, it's twofold. I think partially I struggle. Like I told him before, make sure you text your mom and you call your mom every day and, or at least text her every day and call her or whatever. Like she's going to miss you. Like don't just disconnect. Cause when he was here, he was kind of like, ah, he didn't talk to us, but it's a lot different when I see you every day and you don't really like, have extensive conversation that when you're four hours away and you know I haven't seen you in three months and we communicate at the same like to the same extent um I'm struggling with not seeing him every day and not talking to him every day but more so the struggle is that I have a tendency to cut people off and just be like oh well you don't talk to me I don't talk to you like whatever fuck it but I obviously don't want that to be the case with him and I'm struggling not to take it personal that he doesn't like text or call every day and understand the the 
the phase he's in his life right now as a freshman in college and, you know, having freedom and finding new friends and finding himself and all that stuff. So it's a struggle for me to ha- to be the one to reach out consistently because that's just not something I do. Um, I just tend not to reach out to people who aren't reaching out for me, uh, I guess, out of a safety mechanism or whatever, but not wanting to just sever a relationship with my son because I know it's not personal. So that's my confession and my current struggle. So I'm uh, putting on my big boy pants and making and being the person that initiates communication on a consistent basis because I still love him and hopefully he'll figure it out eventually and realize he should call and text everybody. Cause I definitely have told him to make sure he talks to everybody. Like, your brother has a phone now. Make sure you text him every day and give him some big brother advice and make sure you text your mom and hoping that in some way he realizes, okay, maybe I should text my dad too. But you know, you ready Shayla? Okay. I'm going to just piggyback on yours. <laughs> so that's Shayla's parenting style. Just piggybacking yeah. on what I do. Uh huh. So, um, yeah, I feel like him, he doesn't, he doesn't call or text every day. He does, um, often, but most of it is like, hey, do I need this? What's the insurance information? What's this? Do I have this? How can you help me? How much money do I have <laughs> in my account? So it's not like, hey, what are you doing? Life's good. I do get some of those messages, but not it's as often. Selfish teenage college, like college and, student stuff. And I feel like um, the first weekend that I ended up working that whole weekend anyway. But the first weekend that he could come down he um, he wanted to see his uh, high school girlfriend. His high school girlfriend. So I was, I was kind of hurt by it because, I mean, he'd been gone for, um, you know, about a month. Two, three weeks. Almost a month. Mm. Maybe three weeks, three and a half weeks, and um, and so I was kind of like, well, damn, you just you ain't trying to see us. But I get it. I, I want him. I, I also want him to um, not have to be guilted into doing stuff like that. Like I want him to to, you know, like that's what he wanted to do. So I mean, he didn't end up doing it anyway. But, you know, I, I, I feel like um, I'm trying to be supportive in kind of what he wants as he like grows but also make sure, like, I'll text him, like, hey, what are you doing? How's your classes? Like, just so he knows, like, you know, like, I still want to know what's going on with your day. So that is all. Okay. Who's your favorite child this episode or this week or this month or this last two years since you, well, we've been on a hiatus due, to, this you, week. due to Hurricane Shayla? So I'll split it between two this week. Um, Kingston, I will say, um, is my favorite kid because he's, um, they've been on, he's been on break for basketball, but Katie, um, the seven-year-old has had to like start and she's like uber emotional, especially when it's just me and Dee's not there. So Kingston has really stepped up to like help her and be super supportive, um, during practice and like show her exactly what to do when she looks confused and does a lot of positive reinforcement, so he's been really good with her. Um, and on the other hand as well, Katie is also my favorite kid now 
Because, Lord, I just wanted to slam my head on something hard the first couple practices. Um, but then she, like, she's really started to, like, get it and grasp it and not cry as much before practice. <laughs> so she's doing a lot better as well. So basically what I heard from you is just that I've done a great job parenting and I've passed that on. Um, I appreciate yeah, I you. Thanks for, your, thanks for your kind words. King, he gets what from you? His sweet, nice, con- like helpful I'm demeanor. Helpful. I'm not helpful. Um, you are helpful, I'm but very I'm extremely helpful. Sweet or nice? I have my moments. Um, for the most part, no. That is not true. I always start with sweet and nice. It just I just don't okay, remain on that. Okay, I don't remain do on that level for long. Let's but I always yours. start with sweet and nice. My favorite kid of the week. Man, that's a hard one, and this is actually something I didn't think of. Um, had we done this before, it was going to be our oldest, but he's on, I'm on the outs with that guy right now. Uh, I'm going to have to say our, our youngest son, too. I think uh, he got fair warning that the oldest kid in the house is kind of in charge, and I think that he definitely, in his uh, dictator way, and he actually told... One of, one of our daughters said he was going to be a dictator and this was not a democracy when he took takes charge. Like, literally when we were dropping our oldest off at of college, he looked at the other his sister and said, this is not going to be a democracy, it's a dictatorship. Uh, and I think he full-on well was ready to apply, like, hard-nosed Gestapo tactics. But I think we've had a lot of discussions about effective leadership tactics and... I think he's honestly making an effort to to be better at that and not just always be hard-nosed, like yelling at people. I think it's a lot on him, and he's seeing what his brother had to deal with, so he has a newfound respect for his oldest brother and what he had to go through for the last couple years of being the leader of the pack. Uh, I mean, I think he, and he's just, he actually has a way of dealing with his siblings that his older brother just didn't have. And maybe it's the age thing. It goes back to what we said at the beginning about you keeping them all together, but I think he definitely has a special little bond with each one of his sisters, (coughs) and he spends time with them. Like, Bella's his best friend, regardless of what he wants to admit or not. Like, (laughs) he loves hanging out with his sister, and, I mean, they're only 18 months, months apart, so they've always been together. But, you know, he's, like you said, he's been working with our middle daughter, and him and the youngest daughter are kind of a probably have really similar personalities uh more so than anybody else and so they have that bond too but he does a good job trying to connect with everybody he's been super receptive to learning this school year and he's gotten into spanish and he's trying to work on teaching it to other people and he really wants to learn it and we all work on a sign language and he's he's really receptive to that this year and he wasn't so much last year so I'm proud of the uh, the man he's working towards becoming. Uh, but that was a hard one because everybody's doing great things. So next week we'll focus on something somebody else is doing. Um, anything else you have to say, Shayla? We're, nope. com- we're coming to the end of this. Um, it's um, been two years. I feel like you might have a lot you want to say. No, I guess we'll just discuss it in Not let it be two episodes. years again. Further episodes that are becoming in no more than a week and not two years. Yeah. 
Right, Shayla? Of course. If we go on a hiatus, you know it was Hurricane Shayla put us out of commission. Mm-mm. Anyway, I want to give you one of my favorite quotes. It's easier to build strong children than to repair broken men. And we're just here to sharpen our tools and hopefully help you do the same. So fill up your toolbox. And as always, thank you for listening to It Takes Two.